The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Listen, they're all around you, close as a thought or a memory. Listen, there's songs around you that dance in the air like a melody. Messages of hope. Hello, everybody. This is Suzanne Giesman, and welcome to the Messages of Hope show. Thanks to Unity Media Network for hosting this. The purpose of this show is to fill all of us with the awareness that we are light beings. We are not just human. We are spirit beings carrying around a human body for a while. Today's show is all about spirit guides and we are going to be exploring that very shortly with my dear friend, fellow evidential medium, Suzanne Wilson, who's standing by. But I just wanted to give you a little bit of background first before we get into the show. We will be taking callers several times throughout the show. You can call in at 888-55-UNITY. I'm not sure how many people we'll get to because we have a lot of information to share. But I do look forward to talking to some of you. So, Spirit Guides. Some of you may be familiar with my background as a retired Navy commander, commanding officer, aide to the head of the United States military. And if you think I talked about spirit guides when I was wearing a Navy uniform, uh, you would be wrong. Because back then, I didn't even believe in spirit guides. I didn't know there was such a thing. I'd heard about it, but I thought that was uh, just woo-woo stuff. So if some of you are rolling your eyes that the topic today is our unseen helpers, then stick with us because we're going to give you some evidence about spirit guides. And that's why I've come to believe that they're there because my team of helpers, who I call Sanaya, never lets me down. They're always around me. And when I call on them for help, if it serves the greater good, they jump right in. So I get daily messages from Sanaya that I post online at sanayasays.com. That's S-A-N-A-Y-A, sanayasays.com. And the other day, Sanaya gave a message when I heard it coming through and I wrote it down. I thought, ooh, this one's going to be a little controversial because it was saying that if someone were to stand in front of you and threaten your life, you could actually stop them in your tracks with your love if you truly believed that love conquers all. And I thought, oh, some people are going to give me all kinds of scenarios and tell me what a Pollyanna statement that is. And it was beautiful because most of the responses I got were highly positive. They understood the essence of that message. (laughs) But one woman commented on Facebook, what kind of bubble are you living in? And I just smiled because my team and spirit had prepared me for that kind of response. And I know that we all have different beliefs, and I respect everybody's beliefs. But I sat and I thought about it, and I thought, all of us 
have a bubble around us. It's our energy field and it's filled with light if we allow that to be because the light starts inside and flows outwards. That bubble around you, that bubble of energy is your energetic signature. Suzanne Wilson, who's coming on, and I can see that bubble, can feel it, can know what your your thoughts are like. It's kind of scary, huh? <laughs> but but we can also tell if you're um, mostly a positive thinker or if you're critical and judgmental of others because you radiate out to the world what goes on in your mind much of the time. So what do you choose to fill your bubble with? I can be a realist if you want me to. I can read the headlines and I can say, yeah, I see what's out there. But I choose to focus on the love inside and share that with the world. Don't you? I hope that's why you're tuning into the show, to get more of that love. And the way I responded to that woman on Facebook is I said, we, you and I, are in this world, but not of it. We've heard that before, and I wanted to include her in that. It's it's my daily thought that I'm here on a mission to to remember who I am always, and it's not just this this person who calls herself Suzanne for a while. I know that I am a light being, and so are you. And it's your task while you're here. It's your purpose to turn up the light to be in this world, but to remember you're not of it. And what has allowed me to know that is the daily connection with my higher self and my spirit guides, my group Sanaya. This morning in their daily message was about knowing that they are our friends. Our guides are not superior to us. They may have a more refined energy, but they're here to let us know we're not alone. So, speaking of friends, before I get going too much, I want to introduce to you a dear friend who I've only known for a few years, but now we call each other soul sisters. (laughs) Medium Suzanne Wilson is an incredible evidential medium, has a wonderful connection with the other side. I want to let her tell you about herself. So, Suzanne, why don't you come in and say hi? Well, thanks for having me on the show. I'm so excited about working with you again coming up, and I'm sure we'll talk about that. I'm just thrilled to have met a soul sister because it can be very isolating to feel, am I the only one that's talking to a spirit team every single day (laughs) and starts the day that way? So I really appreciate being on. Well, the short version of my story is I was a really weird little kid because I could see colors and lights around people, and I quickly learned to hide that ability because I wanted to fit in. And I was very fortunate to have a grandfather who I believe now, looking back, was a closeted medium himself, but he was also a preacher, a man of the cloth. And so when other people were saying, well, I don't know about this little girl, maybe she's talking to demons, he would say, no, these are angels, these are people that are from God. And so I learned that this was okay, and I embraced it. But as a young adult, I was very much into getting my education, getting my master's and bachelor's and certifications and making money. So, you know, Suzanne, I really lost sight of that connection. But don't you think think that sometimes, don't you think that's part of our path as humans to kind of experience both sides of that coin and hopefully come back to that? Yeah, it it really is. And for me, I was only motivated by money and things and buying more things and um, the corporate game and also being a university administrator. And I was really just losing connection and not finding joy in all the stuff I had and all the accomplishments that I had. And it took a near-death experience in 2007 to get me reconnected. And now this is my life. Now I know exactly who I am and why I'm here. And that's what we're all trying to find out, isn't it? Exactly. And and later on in the show, I'll, I want to give you a chance to tell people how they can connect more with you and learn from you because you're a wonderful teacher. And let's talk, though, for a few minutes about your team of helpers, your main guide, and, and how you use your team so that others can get an idea of how they can be helped by their own team. Well, it's true that every single person on the earth right now 
has an invisible spiritual team of guides, angels, and sometimes even helper guides that are loved ones that you've known and that have gone into the light. But we don't always know or appreciate that they're there. In fact, the norm is to not even realize that the guides are there. So I like to say that spirit guides are the unsung heroes of the spirit world because of the fact that they work for us and with us, but we don't always acknowledge them. So if nothing else, guys listening to the show, if you only just thank your team one time and say, look, guides, I know you're there. I appreciate your work. Love you. Bye. That's great. But for those of you who want to learn how to make the connection, you know, stay with us. My main guide is Leo Roy, not Leroy, not Leroy, but Leo Roy. So, of course, I had to abbreviate that. And I asked him one day, can I call you LR? And he said, fine. And we talk pretty much every day. And I'm sure multiple times per day when you need him. In fact, I the larger team around me, I've come to know uh, as the unity and they came to me first. They were actually coming to my grandfather on Saturday afternoons. I was a young child. I would be lying on the floor, coloring on the coloring books, sitting in my granddad's study, and he'd be writing his sermon for Sunday. And this beautiful, expansive white light would come into the room. He would quickly scribble down the sermon, and then the light would leave, and he was wow. done. And that was that. And I just thought that's what preachers did. They went in a room and they waited for a bright light to come in, and then they wrote a sermon, right? (laughs) So after he died when I was a a young teenager, I realized that that light was a collection of beings, and I started seeing them. And in recent years, that light began to speak to me. Whoa, the light's speaking to her. But I realized that they're a collection of beings that have only one purpose, to share love and yes. to show us and empower us to share love. I guess you would call them my Sanaya. Exactly. I I have to share with everybody how I came to know Suzanne's guide, LR. Suzanne and I are getting together every once in a while to help others in person get to know their spirit guides. We have two workshops coming up in the near future called Up Close and Personal so that you can learn to get up close and personal with your guides. And our very first one was held in Suzanne's area of Scottsdale, Arizona last year. So we were having a planning meeting. We had scheduled it for late one afternoon and around four o'clock, I think. It was going to be by video conference. That morning, right about 945, Suddenly, I had an image of a man come into my mind. He had a beard, blondish hair, big gentleman. And I thought, I'm not used to seeing spirits so clearly in my mind's eye. This must be a loved one of the person I'm about to do a reading for in a few minutes. He must have dropped in early. So I saw him again a few minutes later, and I thought, just hang in there for my reading. And when my reading started, I described this man, but my sitter for the reading didn't recognize him at all. So I just kind of chalked it up to a strange occurrence. Well, later on that afternoon, I started the video conference with Suzanne to plan our workshop. And we started talking about our personal guides. Mine is Boris, and Suzanne's is LR. And... She said, I'm going to share with the people at the workshop a picture of my guides. And she held it up on the video screen for me to see it. And it was the guy that I saw that morning. (laughs) Suzanne, you want to tell him why he came to visit? Well, I had asked the team, and specifically LR, go and meet with Suzanne Giesman's team today because we're going to have a planning session later for this workshop. So I guess he did. That that absolutely blew me away because until that time, I normally don't see the spirit so clearly in my mind's eye. But to have him show up in response to your request to do so, I, I can feel them right now kind of rolling their eyes at me. When are you going to learn, Suzanne? You know? yeah, and I'm sure knowing LR, he arrived in your space with his um, shirt sleeves rolled up and ready to get to work. So he would be right there in your face. Good old LR. Well done. Well, why don't we help our guests to know how they can make the connection with their own guides? That's what we all want to know. If they're here, why don't we sense them and how do we connect? 
Well, the first thing I always tell people is get rid of barriers. If there's any part of you that is afraid, ooh, don't scare me, or I don't, I, I, you know, I don't want to see you, I just want to feel you, if you limit this at all, this experience, you're probably not ready. So just make sure that you're not afraid. Know that this is a loving presence that is with you. There's nothing scary or bad or that, that's going to you know, get you or startle you. And once you know, yeah, I'm ready to do this, let's bring it on, get yourself grounded, centered, protected, whether that's meditation, whether that's walking in nature, and invite them. And say, you know, in a few minutes, I'm going to sit down in meditation. I'm going to clear my mind. And you are welcome to pop into my consciousness. I'll be ready to see, hear, or feel you, whichever way it comes. And that's a good way to start, don't you think? Oh, it's perfect. I like that you opened it up to all of the senses. And, and I would add to that, have no expectations. Just be passive and ready to receive whatever positive experience comes to you. You know, one of the things that... Um, is a, sort of a pet peeve of mine because I want people to have a better experience is people getting really hung up on what is my guide's uh, name. I think exactly. I mentioned this even at our Scottsdale workshop that I had a woman one time come for the reading. Um, I think it was a video no, it was a phone reading, and she said, I've waited 14 months. I remember 14 months for this reading, and I thought, oh, my gosh, but there's nobody coming through. And so I said, well, I, do you have anyone passed because no one's coming through? And they said, oh, she says, oh, no, my whole family's here. And I said, oh, so you want life advice? And she says, no, 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 I just want to know my guide's name. Oh, no. <laughs> so here's, here's the deal, folks. Spirit guides become spirit guides because they have incarnated many times, mostly on the earth, but not always. And that's how they have amassed all of this life experience. And they're attracted to you because there's similar experiences that you're going to be having and that they're going to work with you on. And they help you and work with you and plan the broad strokes of your life before you even come. No one knows you better than the spirit guide that is the head of your team right now. And think about this, you know, listeners, if you've had, let's say, 50 lives, and I'm just throwing a number out there, and someone says, what is your name? How do you answer that? <laughs> right? Same thing with the guide. So Choose one. <laughs> right? Just hit on a name that feels good, that both of you seem to agree with. And trust me, the guides will let you feel a happy or a warm or an upbeat feeling if this name is acceptable to them. Or you'll just feel a blankness. Just go to another name. I love, Suzanne, having you in my life now to bounce off things that have happened to me and see if they've happened to you. And I remember saying to you, you know, my guides told me we don't have names, but we'll give you one if you want one. And you said exactly, and it's so validating that we're getting the same kind of information from our respective guides. Yeah, and you're super helpful to me, too, because, you know, it's it's very... Um it's very isolating to get all of this information. Like I interview higher level beings all the time, and that's how I ended up writing a book. Uh, have, show me how you're helping people communicate from the other side because no one communicates alone. There are those whose job it is on the other side to help it come through, and they're showing me places and ways and things that they do. And, and before I wrote the book, I'm like, I have nobody to talk with about <laughs> this. But then when I tell you things and, and, and you can validate them, like, oh, I've heard the same thing, and one of those that's really interesting is about signs um, and how the, the guides are helping the loved ones who are on the other side get signs through. There's yes. one thing that they have that's just like a little remote control, and the guides on the other side teach your loved ones, here, you can make a soul-to-soul connection with a little bird and use this remote control, and you can use the bird to get a sign through to your loved one. That's spirit guides helping you even when you're on the other side. Isn't that neat? Yeah, and, and that, for those of you who think that sounds crazy, what Suzanne just said, she and I were both being working with Dr. Gary Schwartz at the University of Arizona. I think I mentioned this on a previous episode. Separately doing 
experimental readings for Dr. Schwartz and a, and a uh, sitter. And both of us had the spirit on the other side tell us that they can merge with the consciousness of a bird and use it like remote control to send loved ones a sign. To, to have two different mediums come up with that information from the other side, to me, was very validating. So picture your spirit guide advising your family members, you know, this is how it works on the other side. Send them a bird. Send them a butterfly or a dragonfly. If, if we could for a minute, I want to get back to the name the subject of the names because it is so important to so many people who are listening what we advise you to do is ask your guides when you sit down to meet them what shall i call you isn't that what you recommend suzanne yeah the question is what shall i call you rather than what is your name and if you're um a very visual person have them in your mind's eye write it on a chalkboard or a whiteboard or you can sit with a pad of paper and say, look, try to give this to me one letter at a time and just write one letter at a time. Now, I found with that method, using it for several years, that some people will have to buy a vowel, like, you know, like <laughs> Vanna White. Like they may spell it out to you and you may be missing a vowel somewhere. They're not that connected with their alphabet after a while. That's fine. Or you may have a name that's close to what you're writing out. Now, if you're very much into the auditory, like you feel like you hear things like a very clear, spontaneous thought that pops into your head from time to time. Oh, that could be from my higher self or a guide. I wasn't thinking that thought. Use this way. Say, what name shall I call you? Let me hear you now. Mm-hmm. And it will come that way. And then the next thing that you can do is, okay, so I want to validate this. I want to check this with you. I got, let's say, oh, LR. I got LR. Do you think that's a good name that I should call you? And let them answer you with a yes or no opinion as a feeling in your body. Ooh, you, you're, you're, you don't need a pendulum. You may not always have your pendulum with you, those pendulum users out there listening, but I submit to you that your body, you, you yeah. are a human pendulum. You can feel the yes ah, upbeat feeling. And a lot of people feel that in the solar plexus, or you can feel the thud or the wah-wah feeling in the gut. Does that make sense? Makes sense to me. I'm sure it makes sense to those listening. And it's really empowering to know that you have these answers right within you. We have a caller on the line. She's been waiting the whole time. Laura, I hope you're on the line. We're going to bring her in and see what her question is or what she... um, wants to share with us, and then we'll continue talking about spirit guides before we take the break. Laura, are you still listening? Yes, can you hear me? We can. Welcome. Hi. Oh, great. Hi. Thank you. Thank you, both of you. Um, Yeah, I'm enjoying the conversation about spirit guides, but I called specifically to see if you might have any messages from my son who is in spirit. Okay. Suzanne, I'm going to turn this one over to you. As I told you, this would probably come up, and I'm going to tune in at the same time. We'll see if we sense anything. And the, th- the thing is, these things on demand are not always the same as a one-on-one reading, but we'll see what we sense. Okay? Yep. Is there is there a BR name connected somewhere in the family? BR. Like either the initials BR or a name like Brian or Brad somewhere in the family. Can you just make a note of this for right Laura, now? Laura, I'm sensing okay, a sudden, I'm a, sensing this could get a little yeah. bit iffy with two of us jumping on top of each other, but I'm t- being told to talk about a sudden passing, a sudden passing around him. Yeah. A sudden passing, unexpected. He feels like a young adult to me. Mm-hmm. He yeah. seems to come with a little bit of an apology that, that, um, that, yeah, yeah. I have a crossed arm symbol, which to me is just a symbol. It doesn't mean he's doing that, but the guides are triggering that symbol of um, apologies. Mm-hmm. What I'm sensing from him is that, and this is going to sound a little bit cliche, but he wants you to know that he's okay, that he's in a good place. Mm-hmm. Mm. He says that you've been carrying around guilt about his passing, and that's the last thing you should be doing. Do you understand that? Yes, I do. 
Is this suicide, mm-hmm. dear? Yes. Okay. I have a symbol called wrong place, wrong time. So I feel like, okay, hold on a second. I'm getting this from my guides. I don't feel a direct connection with your son, just to be clear. Because I usually prepare. I have um, my clients just their first name, and I meditate on that name, and I invite the spirit in. Um, oops, here he is. Now he is dropping in. Yeah, I have him. So you go me. ahead. Yeah, so we're going to double link then. Mm-hmm. I was getting from my guides that wrong place, wrong time symbol, meaning I feel like he thought about doing this a long time ago and then didn't, and then the thought would come up, but something, there was some spontaneous thing that happened, and the timing and everything just came together, wrong place, wrong time. Um, the next May I jump is, in a second? Suzanne, yeah. I want to just show me, he's showing me, Laura, that he really was challenged by ups and down moods, up and down, up and down. And he's also apologizing for turning his back on certain members of the family and with you for not sharing with you everything that was going on. So you would understand the the challenges with his moods and not being as communicative as he could. And so just please accept his big apology for that. And he touches his heart just to let you know the love is still there and that he is he's working on himself. Okay. Mm, thank you. And what's the yo-yo? Yo-yo. Hmm. I see, a, a, like, playing with a yo-yo, like it's going up and down in a roller coaster. Okay. To me, both of those are some... Ah, Go ahead, Laura. the mood. Yeah, it could be the mood. Yeah, That's what I'm like saying. Undiagnosed bipolar. Oh, okay. Undiagnosed bipolar is what you're getting. That's a, that's the symbol when I see that up and down. But we're not going to be able to do a full reading here, but trust me, I can tell Suzanne feels him as well as I do. And the biggest thing for me is the head hanging down and apology and the feeling that he's okay and not to feel guilty that you didn't know what was going on because he didn't share it all with you. Okay. And then the last thing is there's a big grin, so big I can almost count the teeth, so we know that he's happy. Thank you. Thank you so All right. much. All right. You take care and thank yeah, you for calling thank me. Thank you both. Yeah, All right. Thank you. Okay. Take care. All right. Okay. Thank you. And listeners, if you're calling in, I, we'd love to make this, the links with people, but we're trying to keep the topic on spirit guides today because we want to educate as many people as we can about how your guides help you in your life right now. So there you had a beautiful example of mediumship connecting with the spirit. One thing I wanted to talk about very quickly, we only have a couple minutes before we're going to take a two-minute break, but Suzanne, how often in your experience do family members who pass to the other side become guides to us here? Well, you know, there's something called a subject matter expert guide, a guide that will come and go for a season or a reason, depending on what you're experiencing in your life. And that is when a loved one in the light might tag along and say, oh, my son is getting a divorce. I'm going to go in there and comfort him. Um, There will be helper guides, but actually being a guide is a full-fledged profession on the other side. And your loved ones have wonderful lives and lots of activities and things to do. Don't get me wrong. They're going to show up when you're in your sorrows and your celebrations, but the actual guides are usually pros that work with you. I think they must be really uh, brave souls to take on a human f- f- full time, twenty four seven, at our, always there to keep us out of trouble and to. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. you know, pets we'll we'll have to too. talk. What's that? Pets pets will act as guide to, as guides as well, both in the physical world. The pets that you have in the physical world and the pets that have passed will also be healing sort of guides for you. It's really. Mm-hmm. A lot of different ways that they help us. Well, okay. I th- Laura, if you're still on the line, I'm going to have to ask you to hang up, okay? But thank you for joining us. So, Suzanne, uh, I think we should just talk for another minute before we take the break about how our guides learn from us. It's not just one way. Right. And remember, They are learning and growing as they help us, and it's all about servant leadership 
for them? Why would somebody, you know, Suzanne, you make such a good point about why would somebody want to work so hard and take on helping a human being? And it's because they are all about service and they want to get better and better at what they do, just like whatever profession the listener is in, you might have some continuing education that you do or certifications that you want to go get or keep current. Same thing with the guides. They want to get as good as they possibly can. And they want to have a variety of experiences and our lives are, are chaotic. They're not <laughs> easy, you know? And so yeah. they get experience. So and Let's face it, without us, might they be unemployed? <laughs> <laughs> I know that uh, I give my guides a run for the money. Most of us do. So you're, you've joined the Messages of Hope show. This is Suzanne Giesman, and my guest today is Suzanne Wilson. We're going to take a two-minute break. I hope you'll come back for more of a discussion of spirit guides and how they can help you. Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one. Please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world. Be sure to grab the latest issue of Unity Magazine and read the interview with Ram Das, the iconic spiritual leader of the 60s. He's now focused on how to age consciously. Spiritual author Thomas Moore reflects on grumpy old men and women. And Barbara Bowen writes a touching story about her experience as a caregiver to her mother with dementia. To subscribe to Unity Magazine, go to unity.org and click on Publications. truly understand the laws of the universe and live a life based on these profound and unwavering truths, then your dream life starts today. No more waiting. No more wandering. If you're ready to let go of the striving and move into the allowing, you are ready for everyday attraction on Unity Online Radio. We study the teaching of Abraham given to us by beautiful Esther Hicks so we can release confusion for clarity, exchange struggle for serenity, and have the time of our lives today. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Welcome back. You're listening to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Yes, indeed. Welcome back, everybody. Our topic today is spirit guides, and we're trying to give validity to something that my guest, Suzanne Wilson, and I both know is a very real phenomenon, the fact that there are unseen helpers that are here to help make our lives easier. The greatest message I can share with you about spirit guides is that you are not alone. I tell people I would have done far fewer stupid things earlier in my life if I had known that I wasn't alone all the time. People suffer from loneliness. They they look for other people to provide answers to deep questions for which they think they don't have an answer. How would your life change if you knew that simply by taking a few deep breaths, getting centered, and asking a question directly to someone who is waiting always to be asked, how would it change if you knew that answer would come to you? Suzanne, how do you most use your guides? I check in with them before a big decision. So one principle that needs to be very clear 
is the principle of free will. And we've all heard about that where, you know, the creator gave us this gift of free will. Sometimes we do good with it. Sometimes we screw up with it. But the whole thing is the guides know as servant leaders that when we're in the course of exercising our free will, we've made the decision and now we're doing it. They're not supposed to go, whoa, 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 wait, do over, start over, stop. They won't bother us. They won't do anything. But up to that point, they're sending us little nudges gently behind the scenes. They're giving us signs. Don't go there, that kind of thing. (laughs) Right. Like I had a client who she told me, I know they were telling me not to take this job. She had a job interview. And first off, they got the dates mixed up. So she showed up and they're like, no, it's not this day. It's another. Then um, she goes back for the real interview, and the person that's supposed to interview her was sick, and it was somebody else. They hardly even looked at her, made eye contact, didn't ask her very much. She had a bad vibe. She went in the break room, and it was dirty, and people didn't seem happy. But the money was good, and she got the job offer. And she, oh, I, for, I forgot one important thing. She got lost the very first time she drove there. The directions were wrong. So... She took the job, hated it, ended up quitting, and went with another job. And looking back, she could see that there were all these signs. Don't do now, it. Some people, some people might say, well, that's just life. That's just signs. You're saying those are your guides trying to get your attention? It can be. And in fact, here's the way to know. Instead of hoping that somebody will get your attention, why not ask before you make the big decision. And what you're asking for is an opinion. It's not the answer because the guides don't know a whole lot more about the future than we do because everybody's free will is involved in the future, but they can see where things are going. They can see where you're heading. So ask it as an opinion. Um, And I'm going to make a really, really oversimplified example here, all right? Um, Should I trade in my car this month? Okay. Do you have an opinion, guides? Should I and frame it as a yes or no? Because you can feel a yes, you can feel a no in the energy, in your body. And um, if you get a yes or a green light type of feeling, I get three things. I get um, thumbs up, green light, and the happy ding, ding, ding of a bell is a yes. <laughs> but I also get a, like a warm, fuzzy feeling that rises mm-hmm. up from my solar plexus. Then you know, okay, let's go. All right, now I get to the car dealership. And there's this great-looking car, and I've heard all the sales pitch weigh in again. Is this car good? Is this a good car? Is this car, or you could even phrase it, is this car a lemon? As long as you're <laughs> asking a yes or no type of question. And let's face it, you can always get questions down to a yes or no, even if you have to ask two or three different things to get to that. And they'll give you their best opinion, and their best opinion is a very educated opinion. Yeah, I love this. Very practical advice. I hope everybody's taking notes and see how Suzanne works exactly the way I do. We we check in before decisions throughout the day. It's just beautiful to know that you don't have to make all these decisions alone. If you just remember to ask, you'll get that nudge. So it becomes a matter of practicing. And when you act on the feeling that you have, and you get a good response, you've made the right decision, then you begin to trust it, and it just becomes a way of life. So, Suzanne, we have a, another caller on the line. Terry, you want to uh, share with some, something with us or ask a question about spirit guides? Well, you know how that stuff works, and I actually had written down a question, and you answered it. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> I was holding, I kind of love how that works a lot. <laughs> I think, um, and thank you both for everything you do. I'll start with that. Um, my question really was along the lines of uh, my daughter in spirit. I think that um, a lot of times I give her credit where it may be my guides and not her. Um, Uh, how do I, yeah, you know what I mean? I don't know. How do I know the difference? Yeah, I totally get it. So when something really magnificent occurs, either a great sign, like that feather that just appears at your feet from nowhere when you're thinking Mm -hmm. of your loved one, or you ask them for help or the job offer, you never thought in a million years that you, you got stop for just a moment. I mean, first, 
give gratitude. Oh, wow, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then close your eyes and say, who helped? Ah, okay. Or if it's a sign, who's this from? And I guarantee you the first feeling of the person or the first image that comes to your mind, that's who was the team leader. But there's Ah. always a team behind these things. It's always There's always help. So you can definitely give your daughter a lot of credit because she loved doing things for you. Yes, she and does. She's very pushy. <laughs> she, I was just going to say the same it. word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she like, does. Come on, Mom, yeah. you're doing this. Yeah. Well, you know how that's how we first met was her pushing. You got to go. You got to go. You got to go. So I'm always grateful for that. Always, always. Thank you very much, both of you. Thank you, Terry. I'm glad you hung on the line. Absolutely. And you know, just just the fact that we acknowledge our loved ones and their present in our presence in our lives. Just imagine how wonderful that makes them feel. They know I'm here. They're asking for guidance. It's beautiful. So, it Suzanne, is. in our up close and personal workshop, by the way, the next one is in the Villages, Florida, March 17th and 18th, coming up in just a couple of weeks. And then we're also going to Minneapolis in May, the 19th and 20th, to share two full days of helping you to make the connection and more of these tools and actual practical exercises. But one of them is a validation exercise. You want to talk about that? You know, I was taught this years ago by my wonderful teacher who is now in spirit form. His name is Alan Arcieri. And when I lived in Florida, yep, I used to live in Florida. I'm in Carefree, Arizona now. Um, Alan was hearing from his spirit guide constantly, and it was when he was just starting to get into his mediumship. And he says, he said to the guide one day, you know, I'm crazy. I think I'm nuts. I feel like I'm talking to myself. How do I know I'm really talking to a spirit guide? And the guide said, test me. And so Alan came up with an idea. He collected coins. He was um, thinking, well, why don't you manifest Send me a coin. Manifest the coin for me that I don't have. So Alan's walking on Fort Myers Beach. He writes about this in his book. The water comes in, the water goes out, and guess what was deposited right at his feet? An old coin. Um, I called in. Hang on. Hang just a second. Suzanne, will you hold on a second? Cynthia, if you're waiting online, I'm going to have to ask you to not talk because we can't mute you right now. I'm not talking. This is Cynthia, and I'm not talking. Okay, it's not you. It's somebody else then. I'm sorry, everybody, about about the bleed over. Whoever's talking in the background or... Terry, hang up the line, and we'll we'll get to you, Cynthia. I'm just happy to know I'm not hearing a voice while I'm talking. <laughs> so Alan Jeff. taught his students to set up a similar validation exercise. Hang on a second. This is a little bit disturbing. Terry, are you still on the line? Sounds like she hung up. We'll see if we can get back to... Okay. Would you explain how Alan manifested his coin from his guide? Yeah, so he's walking on the beach at Fort Myers Beach, and he'd forgotten that, that what he asked for, actually. And the water comes in, the water goes out, and deposited at his feet is an old coin. Not a particularly valuable one, but how cool is that? Because it's literally deposited right at his feet. And he asked for a coin as a sign that the guide is real and not a part of his imagination. So he told his students to do the same. And over time, I've refined this to where it is an amazing experience for the students. I have them come up with something in the physical world, something that exists already in the physical world, because the guides have to work with the material they got, right? Mm -hmm. And ask the guide, give a period of of two weeks, and ask them to manifest the thing for you, and don't tell anyone about it. Now, when do you do this exercise? When you have spent the time in meditation, and you have an idea of the visual form, that your guide, how, the, how your guide wants to be seen. You guys have arrived at a name to be called. You know their vibrational feeling, like, oh, I feel a thickness in the air on my right side, or I feel a presence on my left, something like that. You have, you, you've got enough there that now the next level is, 
I would like to have you participate in a validation exercise with me, if, if you would. It's important to me just to know that this is real, and there's not a guide in the other world that will turn you down. <laughs> and then tell them what you want to manifest. So would you like to have a really wild example? I want to have that example, but I'm going to call Cynthia in first because she's. I'm getting a notice that we need to talk to her. So awesome. hold on to that example for me, okay? Yeah, don't go away, anybody. <laughs> That'll keep them hanging on. Cynthia, are you still there? I am here. Thank you so much. Um, actually, Suzanne was just sort of touching on my question about Perfect. spirit guides. I, I have been practicing my meditation, and I actually purchased your first uh, Hemi-Sync uh, CD, and I've been practicing, 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 but I'm having, I'm sort of getting that same feeling like, am I talking to myself? Am I actually getting information from my spirit guides? Because I don't feel like I feel it in my body. I feel like I hear it in my head, but I don't, I guess I just don't know, like, I guess I don't know how to differentiate and, and like, you know, everybody says, am I crazy? Where, where is this coming from? Like, I don't know how to know if it's just me or if it's actual guidance I should follow or or that Perfect. sort of scenario. Okay. So just expand on what you said, Suzanne, and that's definitely going to help Cynthia and everybody else. Well, first off, spirit is like water. It follows the path of least resistance. And so if you're hearing from the guide more than seeing what they look like or, or, or feeling something in the body, great. Go with the hearing. That's fine. But the validation exercise will really help you to just put that whole thing to bed about whether this is real or not. So crazy story, and I have a million of them, um, very well documented with my students. One of my students decided she wanted an elephant, as her sign from her guide. And I said, really? You're picking an elephant? I said, well, you know, you're not going to get an elephant elephant, like a living animal um, manifested for you, right? And she says, yeah. I said, okay, we'll just be open to however it comes. Great. Two weeks from now, she says, guide, um, manifest an elephant for me. Well, she has two children. They're playing at the neighbor's house. And the rule is always, when you play at the neighbor's, leave the neighbor's toys there, right? Her little daughter comes home with a little toy elephant, and she says, go take that back. You're not supposed to bring that home. And the thought passes through her head, is this my elephant? She dismisses it. Okay. Dinner time. Her daughter brings the elephant and sits it on the dining room table. <laughs> I thought I told you to take that back. And she says, Mommy, I don't want to. It's a magical elephant. Wow. Okay. So, and she got chills. When this happens yeah. to you, that's another sign. Oh, my guide's here. I'm connected. So it can come to you in any way, but think of something simple. A lot of my students just use simply one yellow flower or something like that. Okay, so Cynthia, you have your homework now to send something and to deliberately ask for that something that comes to your mind for your guide to send it to you, all right? And then so what does that mean? So then it means I'm actually connected. And so when I'm having these thoughts, like some big decision is coming about moving or something big, when I obsessively think about it anyway, so then that will give me the indication that I'm actually connected and I should should really listen. I don't understand what the well, intention is the driver. Okay, your intention it colors everything. So your intention with that with that validation exercise is to prove to yourself once and for all that it's real. Now your intention when you have a question, you want to go into a meditation, you know, very calm and collected and say my intention is to have a good solid opinion and feeling from the team on, okay. you know, my next move and phrase it in a yes or a no. Good idea, not so good idea. And remember, timing is a lot of it, too. So there may be something that you're thinking about doing, but the time isn't quite right. So just be flexible in your approach to your guides and be very clear with your intention of what it is that you're asking. And this brings up another question that people have. How do I know what's my higher self or my inner voice or whatever terminology you want to use for the soul. 
um, how do I know if it's me or if it's spirit? Is it coming from me or is it coming from spirit? And the thing is, we are all spirit. It's yes. all spirit. And our higher self is, as Suzanne said at the top of the hour, it's the most important part of our team. There's a the part of you that is connected with the spirit world all the time. But you're so if I can, mind. let me jump in here a second, Suzanne, yeah. and just to, to nail down the answer for Cynthia. So Cynthia, when you sense, when you're doing that, that hemisync meditation or any meditation, you sense a difference, you sense a presence, however that appears to you, whether you hear, see, or just feel there's something here that I'm not normally aware of. That's when you ask for that sign that whatever comes into your awareness that you're going to validate that this is your guide's presence. When that sign comes into your life in the coming week or two, then you trust that that sensation is your guide. And then going forth in the future, when you have a decision, you call on your guides when you feel that presence. Now you know they're with you. You ask your question. You act on what you receive as an answer. And this cycle continues and you learn to trust it. Okay, so I need, okay. To, I need to get better about sensing the feeling. That that I think is the part that maybe I'm missing, so that's helpful. Well, I'll tell you, some people never see an appearance of what their guide um, wants them, how they want to be seen. Because remember, if they've had many, many lives, they've looked different ways over over time. Some people just see a color or have a feeling. I've had students say, my guide is a purple color, and when I close my eyes and I start to see purple, I know the guide is there. Be open to how it comes to you and then trust it and ask the question. Perfect. Suzanne's given great advice. Yeah, I'm trying to feel it, I guess, and I I haven't been feeling it, so that's why I just think I probably need to practice my meditation and really try to get to the feeling. And and just just like Suzanne said, it's however it shows up for you. Anybody who's ever been present with me when my guide Boris drops in, my lip twitches it it gives me the appearance of this little sneer like elvis used to sneer and i've i've yeah. seen it happen on videos and it's kind of ugly and i said boris does that have to be our sign can you give me something different can you take that away and he didn't and i love it because it's it's his way of saying hey it's not about you you want a sign this is my sign and now when i get that lip twitch i love it i haven't seen boris suzanne wilson has seen my guide and i haven't because that's just how we're all a little different so honor how you what you whatever way your guide shows up for all of you listening thanks cynthia Thank you. Uh, very important. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. You. So, Suzanne, we just have a couple minutes left. I have a bunch of questions that I could ask on behalf of all the listeners, but if why don't you tune into your guides, and they'll tell you what final point you need to make for everybody who's listening. Well, I'm getting that the guides want me to talk about having breaking points. Everybody has a breaking point in their life where they feel disconnected. And I want you to know, and my team wants you to know, that even in those feelings of being disconnected, you are loved beyond measure. And it is in the being broken open and feeling disconnected that you have the greatest opportunity of all to become stronger, to love yourself even more for your suffering and to be able to find and express joy. And some of us have to have reached our breaking point in order to be the fullest expression of our own souls. Do not fear. Ooh, beautiful. I love how you work with your team to come up with exactly what's needed. And that was the whole point of this show today, to let everybody know that that we don't always get the greatest answers when we keep our mind focused on our human sides, but when you just shift to this greater reality that you're part of now, the answers and the guidance are so much wiser. Suzanne, how do people find out about you and the wonderful classes that you teach? Uh, CarefreeMedium.com because they live and work out of a little town called Carefree near Phoenix and Scottsdale. So it's CarefreeMedium.com. And by the way, I had no idea you were going to ask me that question, and <laughs> but I had total trust that it yes. that an answer would just come because they're always waiting to be asked. Isn't that lovely? 
It is, and I just loved how there was that pause, and, and I knew exactly what you're doing. It's just, that's how long it takes, folks. You just take a moment's pause, and with the trust that your team is there, you just shift and ask, and look how Suzanne got that answer. Thank you so much for joining us, Suzanne, and thank all of you, the listeners, for being with us this week. Please visit carefreemedium.com, and Suzanne has great videos online. She's teaching classes regularly online so you don't have to be in Arizona to link up with her. I know that you're you'll be speaking at a conference an afterlife conference in uh see, November August, September, right? <laughs> yes, in August 19th there's Spirit Symposium Love Never Dies with Mark Anthony and me in Carlsbad, California. September 13th through 16th is the AREI annual symposium in Scottsdale. And I cannot wait for up close and personal with guys Yay. in just a couple of weeks in Florida and then in May in Minnesota. Life is yeah. good and so fun. I, it's fun I, introducing people to guys. It is. It is. And we've loved sharing with all of you this week. Please join me next week when my special guest, Mavis Patilla, one of the world's uh, top mediums, been doing mediumship for 50 years, will be right here live with me online with all of you. Thank you, Suzanne, and I send you our love and look forward to you connecting with your guides. Many of us have heard someone say, I've learned my lesson. I'll never do that again. All too rarely do we hear, that was a wonderful lesson. I'm glad it happened just the way it did, even though I was uncomfortable going through it. I now understand why I experienced the pain. With this new awareness, I can change my behavior so I won't make the same mistake in the future. We bear a good part of the responsibility for creating both the positive and the negative situations we experience in daily life. Wisdom comes from understanding the result of our choices and realizing that we can always choose differently. By fearlessly confronting the role you play in the experiences you may have judged as mistakes in your life, you can make future experiences fruitful and increase your wisdom. This Law of Life is brought to you by Unity. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. You know the saying, a good deed is its own reward? Well, moving toward a plant-based diet and vegan lifestyle is one kind and compassionate act that isn't just its own reward. It will also reward you with vibrant health, boundless energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, and according to Yogi's and Unity's co-founder Charles Fillmore, even give a boost to your spiritual life. On Main Street Vegan, the radio program named for the popular book, Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. With enticing topics and entertaining guests every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Be sure to grab the latest issue of Unity Magazine and read the interview with Ram Das, the iconic spiritual leader of the 60s. He's now focused on how to age consciously. Spiritual author Thomas Moore reflects on grumpy old men and women. And Barbara Bowen writes a touching story about her experience as a caregiver to her mother with dementia. To subscribe to Unity Magazine, go to unity.org and click on Publications. you might feel so alone with your problems you don't know where to turn we invite you to call silent unity the 24 7 prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you every day at any hour listen and relax as you hear the beautiful words affirm the highest and best outcome for you and those you love no matter what's going on in your life silent unity is always standing by the toll-free number is 1-800-NOW-PRAY 
What got you started on your spiritual path? Minister and radio host Paul John Roach says his path began when he heard George Harrison of the Beatles talking about Hindu philosophy and meditation. Paul John writes about it in the current edition of Unity Magazine. And don't miss the interview with Eben Alexander, the neurologist whose near-death experience led him to write Proof of Heaven. It's all in the September-October edition of Unity Magazine. Go to unity.org and click on Publications. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.